Hey, this is Dan just at the start of the episode. So this episode is sponsored by my comic book series Grey, which another issue of is currently funding on Kickstarter. I'll talk a bit more about that partway through the episode. Hello and welcome to Hey, I Loved That Movie, the podcast where we rewatch the films we loved when we were younger to see if they still hold up. I'm Dan. I'm Michael. And I'm Helena. And for this episode, we have returning guest, it's Mac from Pointless Reinvention. Hello, we're going to talk about Man in Black. Hey Helena, remember when we bought the Will Smith album Big Willie Style from Poundland for one pound? Yeah, that was a gift. Um, our friend, not this Michael, other yeah. Michael bought it for me. Yeah, that was a great time. Anyway, so it turns out, right, so most of my nostalgia for Men in Black, as I found out from watching this, is actually from Men in Black 2. Um, okay. I didn't remember that much from this. The main things I remember from Men in Black is the like subway scene where the giant worm is chasing the train. That's oh yeah, that's thing. not in this film. No, that's not in no, this film. No. Yeah, so yeah, anyway, yeah. that's my nostalgia. I've I definitely seen this before, but I've seen the second one way more. Absolutely. What what I I watched this with a load of friends over Discord like in preparation for this, and I was like, one of my favorite scenes is coming up. And then the scene before it came and passed without my favorite scene appearing. And I was like, oh, is that the second one? And I googled it and it was the second one. <laughs> almost exactly the same thing happened multiple times. Like, that giant ox wasn't going to be here. And he just wasn't. <laughs> I, I've definitely seen the first one more than the second one. Yeah. But I've seen both of them a lot. And like, yeah, there's a bit. There's, because it's virtually the same group. Because it's the girl is she's just she's not actually a man in black a woman in black at this point. That's yeah. a different film. That's a scarier film. Um, <laughs> no, no, that's that's the equivalent. Um, <laughs> men in black go around wiping people's memories and fighting alien. The women in black go around scaring Harry Potter in house in the middle of nowhere and just killing kids. I think and killing children. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I, I love this film. I loved it so much more than I thought I was going to. I was watching this being like, this is going to be like an okay 90s film. I think this is... Oh, it's a good oh, no, yeah. film. I, I think this is maybe my favourite like childhood era semi-adult film I can think of. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen Men in Black 2. Because you describe the worm in the... Th- I've never seen it. She has to go into a spaceship at the end and get sent into the stars because she controls the weather. Nope. <laughs> no, the like the yeah, the main bit I remember. <laughs> that might is, not yeah, really be accurate. Like Will Smith on a it's kinda correct, yeah. Yeah. I should watch Men in Black too. We'll do She's Men like, in Black Two oh, at it's... some point. I'll no, we don't she have to. she cl- cries, I cry yeah, everyone lots of people get sad when it's raining. It's like, no, it's raining because you're sad. Yeah. That's all I sort of remember of that film. I don't I remember that bit. bit. I remember the big worm eating the train. <laughs> yeah. I love the that's, aliens that's in that's this called film. Dune. Oh. <laughs> What do you call the guy? Men in Black's way better than Dune. What do you call the guy that voices um, Joe and Family Guy? Who's like Peter, that guy. Oh, um, Patrick Warburton. Yeah, he's in the second film for like two minutes. (laughs) Yeah, he's um, Will Smith's partner for like five seconds, and it's very funny because Will Smith buys him a slice of pie, and Patrick Warburton starts crying because he knows Will's about to wipe his memory. It's just like, you're going to send me back, aren't you, Will? He's <laughs> like, no, oh, no, no. So did you watch this a lot, Mac, when you were a kid? Or Yeah, I, I uh, genuinely really liked this film as a kid. I had, I don't know if I mentioned it before and the other ones we've done, but I had a real weird phobia of aliens as a kid. So this was a real oh. like, fear for me to go watch this. And I think when I watched it, I was like, oh, 
this is really quite enjoyable and not that scary. As much as I would say, like, for a film of this era, the effects are all right. I think yeah, it's, it's mainly puppets yeah. and stuff, isn't it? Yeah. 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 It's like, a lot of practical. Yeah. Um, and I, th- I really thought it would it would scare me more so. And I remember, like, the in the first scene, they have that, is it the, the alien called Mikey that they see? He's, like, in costume as a immigrant at the very start. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, remember, I remember watching it the first time, being really scared when he went to kill the other guy. And then he was just killed so easily. I was like, oh, well, maybe we are better. Maybe we're not going to get killed by the alien. <laughs> and that was kind of fine at that point. But I, I really love this. And I, I didn't realize that I watched it back. I genuinely think the reason I love this is because I love K. I don't think I give yeah. a shit about Will Smith. I think Kay no. holds us together so much. Oh yeah, no, he's an, he's he's absolutely fantastic in this film. He's so deadpan and but he knows yeah. exactly what film he's in, right? Yeah. Like, he, yeah, he gets it exactly. Like he is the straight man to Will Smith's like cocky, like arrogant, like rookie. But at the same time, he is able to bring like jokes without being without breaking his character of what he is. Do you know? Yeah, I think amazing. he's so good in this. The chemistry between them is pretty good though when they they're like riffing off each other especially when there's that scene in the where he goes to back to the jewelers the, the dodgy jewelers that also sells like alien weapons mm. oh yeah, yeah. Um, it's like tony shalhoub's place but jeeves jeeves is the character's name yeah and yeah. he like he's like gonna shoot him in the head and like obviously will smith is not doesn't realize that shooting this guy in the head won't kill him because he can regrow heads and stuff um but i did really enjoy the way they were sort of interacting and yeah, like developing their friendship they're doing the good cop, bad cop thing. And he's like, I'm telling you, Jeeves, he's going to do it. And then he actually just shoots his head off. And Will Smith's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I cannot express how much I love it. And this is, it's so obviously made to be a Will Smith vehicle, right? It's so obviously yeah. made yeah. to be like, this is going to be like Will Smith's big, like, you know. But he does all the music for it as well. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, Tommy Lee Jones is exceptionally good in this for what is essentially like a family romp. Do you yeah. Know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. Vincent D'Onofrio is just fucking insane as, um, is it? Al- so Al- good. What's the character? Um, Edgar. 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 That's the one. Yeah. His wife calls him Edgar the whole time, yeah. which I think is very funny. Because <laughs> it's like an alien bug, like, crashes down and kills him and steals his skin. And so he just looks like his skin's falling off half the time and he's slowly rotting more and more as it goes on. You have to give it, because like Vincent D'Onofrio is like a really legitimately good dramatic actor. He yeah. commits to being like an alien in his <laughs> man suit so much. Like every time he moves, he moves like all his joints are incredibly oh. painful and stiff. And it's so good. The scene where he's trying to act casual yeah. watching while he's like taking out the jewelers and he's like he's manipulating his arms and legs to like Yeah, they have to like use his other arm to drag his arm across to put like lean his head on. It's so good. Like I, everyone in this is this is like one of those things where I don't think this is to the same level of um of the film I'm gonna reference, but I always think that School of Rocks one of those things where it's like a perfect storm of like it's the right person for the right film, right? And it just yeah. works like yeah. so well. Everyone in this film is like pulling a hundred and is just perfectly cast, I think, for what they're meant to do, do you know what I mean? And even just like the wee things like Frank the dog and the worms and stuff are like they're not major characters, but I just think they add such a depth to like the lore of it. I, I really could not express how much I was enjoying watching this. And I did not remember loving it as much as a kid. But I was like, this is just like what blockbusters should be, right? Yeah. And it was from that era of, there are a lot of kind of cameo type stuff in this film. Like a lot of actors where you go, oh, wow, they're in it. Yeah. I love that in films. And you get that a lot from like 90s, early 2000s films. And this does it really well. Like the guy who owns the, the morgue place. Because he was kind oh, of big. Uh, yeah. I can't remember his name. David Cross. David Cross, yeah. Tobias yeah. Funke in Arrested Development. Yeah, him and it is great. Uh, on a side note, Michael, he's a pretty big character in two, so just so. Oh, wow. <laughs> a, a little push for you to watch number two. 
<laughs> yeah, I should. I'm surprised I've never. I think thinking back, I think I hated this film because like everyone loved it when it came out, ah. and my brain was like, nah, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen it. I don't. Know. I think I watched it once. And I was like, I don't. I don't care. Yeah. Might have even been that thing where I had a friend that really loved it. Yeah, uh, nothing nothing kills a movie faster. Uh, so I was like, I'm not watching the second one. The second one's going to be shit. This is a very odd thing to say, but I think in a weird way, this film that doesn't have like an, a, an excessive amount of like laugh out loud jokes really influenced my co- like what I like in comedy. And mm. that is from one scene that, and it's the scene where Will Smith is struggling to write on a piece of paper and then pulls a table for an uncomfortably <laughs> oh, long time. It's such a loud, awful noise. That I was like, that is the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and I genuinely think that has led to the amount of like bits and stuff I've done with my friends where I have just not let the bit drop because I'm like, that's the <laughs> bit. Right? The yeah. bit is how long it takes to happen. And the fact that everyone else in the room is such a professional person just staring at him, scraping this awful metal table across the room for <laughs> far too long. Yeah. So do you that... think they were ever actually going to recruit anyone except Will Smith for that? So I was trying to work out, like, he catches an alien, mm-hmm. or nearly yeah. catches an alien, alien kills himself, but whatever. Um, it's a light-hearted mur- um, suicide. Um... <laughs> yeah, the com- family comedy suicide that you yeah. get. Yeah, yeah, you don't see him hit the floor, it's fine. And um, so he's then given, like, the Men in Black card to go in interview for a role working for them. And they've got all these other, like, army people that have no idea and clearly haven't had any extraterrestrial kind of i assume they have oh i assumed they were all there because they'd all like interacted with an alien and come out on top oh see because after will or agent j as he's calling us gets the job all the rest of them are neuralized right so they have their memories away yeah yeah every one of them so you would expect that that wouldn't be the case right yeah, they maybe they'd have found other roles suitable for them within the rather yeah. large complex that they have. That was, but actually, Helena, as you point out, I did find confusion, right? Because no one else who's there seems to be like a military person. Like, okay, you find out in Sagamon it used to be a postman, and I'm pretty sure that Zed is like was just like a security guard. Do you know I mean it's like none of them? Are, like they're all like I suppose technically authority figures, I guess, for lack of a better term. But like they're not like big, high-ranking government officials like the rest. The How dare you speak military. of our noble postal service? <laughs> no, no, this is in America. Obviously, <laughs> the UK postal service are kings, and America, shit, <laughs> awful, <laughs> scum of the earth. <laughs> How dare you? The American postal service is one of the. As an English person, I say the American postal service is brilliant. Yeah. I mean, I like a, p- a proper postman posts your letters through your door. Yeah, I agree. But they're the backbone of American society. Uh... <laughs> I don't actually, I don't have any strong feelings of a postman in case someone is listening. That's <laughs> no, I just they... remember the the time that I saw a like postman walking around pushing a pram, and I was like, I wonder how many times people ask him how he <laughs> like when he delivered it. How the delivery went. <laughs> so I'm not gonna say it because he's gonna have heard that joke five times in the last yeah. 10 minutes <laughs> it just like grabs you by the back and just starts shaking you <laughs> uh, um last year i i got a parcel come through the door and they, like obviously they knocked on the door and left the parcel on the mat which we're fine with because it's a block of flats like that's mm-hmm. pretty much what they always do i got the door opened the door as they were walking back down the stairs and my mm-hmm. partner called out oh who was it and i was like oh it was the postman just sort of that. but it was a it was a female it was a po- female post worker and she yelled out, like, from the bottom of the stairs, Postwoman! <laughs> <laughs> and I was just sad that I'm like... That's queen shit, that woman. is. That's queen shit. Oh, sorry, I hadn't seen you. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was the post being. <laughs> the post being. 
Uh, well, that's what they're called in Man in Black, famously, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's yeah. that's what the one that committed suicide is. Um, yeah, he is. But, but, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I assumed they were all there because they'd interacted with an alien, and that's why they wiped their memory to like get rid of all of it. Yeah. Oh, no, that, right? that is very Maybe. Possible, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's sort of not really a huge part of the story. I think. I, I sort of had that Kingsman, and obviously this is way before that, but that Kingsman thing where it felt like maybe other people had suggested the uh, everyone had sort of volunteered someone for the role. Yeah. 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 And then because it's ultimately going to be um, Kay's replacement, mm-hmm. he got much more say. Yeah. I issue. Yeah. I, it was just because Will Smith's character thought laterally, like yeah. he just did everything wrong, and actually like gave the aliens personality. When yeah. he did the shooting thing, and all I that really stuff. enjoy that bit where, <laughs> yeah, really the cool. interview is a really good um, sequence. The where he kills the girl because <laughs> she's studying quantum physics. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, the thing is, right, and this is something I hadn't actually read until just now, and we're talking about it. Like, it is literally it's meant to be Kay's replacement, right? And you think of if that was um, one of those people who was like a high-ranking member of the Navy or something, right? And they need information. They're not going to go to tabloids. They're not going to go to like an alien disguised as a pug, right? Mm. And Kay does all the stuff that like probably is very outside of what a normal like member of a government organization would do. Like, but he knows it still gets results. You need someone who just knows how to work the system and not just a bad. Yeah, and a, and a cop. Yeah, I love that the training sequence because yeah, it was just about which one of them thought outside of the it's an alien shooter. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because I imagine working with aliens people. all the time. If your gut reaction is to shoot it. You're not going to do too yeah, well. It's not going to do too you just got to hope that you only meet Jeebs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am annoyed in that bit. Like the so he gets the training and then they go into the full facility. What annoys me? And this is the only bit of the film where I'm like, I really don't like that they did this. Is it the and flubber it just, bit? No, it's just a structure thing. It's just a film structure thing on like a macro level. They introduced a shit ton of Chekhov's guns and then they hmm. never talked about them again. None of them ever got shot. Because they always they're like, oh yeah, we have this translator and we have this and we have this rocket thing that bounces everywhere. None of that comes up again, and I was so upset. Yeah, I did find it a bit all, but and I guess that was like kind of them trying to jam in just like merchy kind of things. I think because that's yeah. like that kind of that kind of era where it's just like, oh, you can buy the ball. If you know what I mean, it was just like... <laughs> fucking, the marketing. I was looking up the marketing for this film. It was wild. They did so much marketing for this film. I, like I started writing it down. Because there's so many, so they did like the normal um, like figurines, action figurines. Uh, they did a set of watches, which with quite a high-end watch company. They did a video game. Uh, mm-hmm. They did a tabletop RPG. Awesome. <laughs> uh, a, a <laughs> they also did uh, a Head and Shoulders shampoo advertising campaign. They should have remember. saved that for evolution. <laughs> the, slo- the slogan was uh, "Keep the men in black in black," which is wild. And I just why shampoo? I didn't. Oh, it stops I didn't the dandruff, I guess. Yeah, you don't have no, dandruff it's... falling on your black suit. I know why the shampoo works. Yeah. <laughs> My problem is why for men in black. Well, then after, that's probably. I wonder if that's where the inspiration for using the shampoo in evolution came from. I doubt it's it. Very, it's very possible. Mm. <laughs> I imagine evolution was heavily. <laughs> yeah, Just because they're both good films. Yeah, mm. they're like, aliens on Earth. That'll do. <laughs> so, mm. when speaking of aliens on Earth, one of the my favorite tiny little things that I definitely didn't appreciate as a kid, but rewatching this, because um, it's been a few years since I've seen it, but I was still an adult last time I saw it, but it still didn't twig the screen where it's they're talking about all the oh yeah the aliens live among us and like some of them we have to keep tabs on. Mm. Yeah. 
and like all the celebrities yep. Yep. <laughs> that were in that in that like in those cameras having like watching them at all times that was pretty great that was one of the things i was going to say i was like one of the things that i've really come to not enjoy is like films that have unnecessary amounts of quips in them right and i don't really mind quips generally but i just don't like them constantly do you yeah. know what I mean yeah and i think all the ones in men in black were genuinely quite good because they're all like references to things that people have probably made jokes about in the 90s which is like you know elvis is dead right elvis isn't dead so he just went home yeah you know, like that mm-hmm. kind of thing or like do you want to get tickets to like the the bowls game at the weekend i'll just ask dennis rodman for them like just things that were like, <laughs> just like these are probably just aliens right and i like that because it's like a little minor thing that just adds other bits of lore to it without being unnecessarily like fourth wall breaky or like nullifying like a serious moment for making a joke it's just like it's the kind of thing they would have said in conversation and i liked it too i mean i just yeah. i yeah my one of the the first ones and i did think at the time oh god is is this watch more full of quips than i thought it yeah. was going to be is when he jumps when he's chasing the alien right at the start and he jumps down on off the bridge onto the um tour bus like the one of those sightseeing buses yeah and he's just like it's just raining black people today in new york <laughs> to like all these asian tourists that are like <laughs> but also that, i know that sounds old but that knowing the character of jada that seems entirely like something he would just say right yeah yeah even the first time he neuralizes someone he's just like you're gonna get yourself a new dress you don't need him <laughs> right <laughs> so, like, he just is just oh stream of consciousness with him there's no like form planning and i love that like and then there's the bit later when they go to zap the um, morgue lady, mm. the mortician, yeah. and um, he's like, yeah, uh, you need to neutralize her, wipe her memory, um, give her a new one. And then he's like, leans back and he, and he like calls back to him. He's like, make it a nice memory. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Which... reaction there is so good, right? Where like, he's like, new memory needed inside and then jay just looks at him and Kay just like it's just so frustrating <laughs> he's like, he's like make it a nice one i guess <laughs> he's just so angry about it. Like, yeah i like the frustration but that sort of father-son kind of yeah, relationship that they have where he's he's learning from his yeah, newbie like, as well like the rookie is teaching him stuff i think it's it's because he isn't old and jaded he is he's like pretty will smith's character is pretty calm and like because he's new to it all, he treats everything with respect, which is pretty cool. Like, every alien that he interacts with is done initially with respect. Yeah. yeah. Like he's, he's like, he's not sure how to deal with them, but he doesn't want to be rude either. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I think that's how he ends up delivering a squid baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because I'm pretty sure that isn't in the job description, but Kay is like, fuck it. Like, that's... Yeah, <laughs> like, they're, he doesn't they're tracking... know any better. He doesn't know this isn't a normal day at the office. Yeah, they're tracking why that alien has left his perimeters, and he's like, yeah. my wife's giving birth. <laughs> and it's when it just in the background, Will Smith's just being thrown around by this tentacle. <laughs> that's brilliant. That's funny because Kay obviously knows what's coming, right? And he's just like, you come with me. Jay, you stay here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he away from the car. And then it's just like in the foreground, you see it happening. But it's obviously Kay has just turned his back on it because he's like, I don't want to deal with this. <laughs> yeah, I. there's so much of that stuff, I think, with that Jay as a character is just really good, right? Yeah. He clearly is just someone who is genuinely trying his best to make the place a better place yeah which is i think why k picked him from the place because there's bound to be other cops that can run fast because that's what an implication is at the start of why he picked him right and it was a quick thinking to follow this guy know that something in his gut that this this wasn't something like yeah. something was up and not being freaked out by the weird weapon yeah. and it, it like going invisible and like 
yeah. being really sure that this guy blinked with two sets of eyelids rather than yeah. being like, oh, it must have been my imagination. Yeah, there's yeah. so much of it I, re- I just really like. Like, and I don't know, I don't know really how to express properly how, why it works so well, but it just it, it's like a really just tight film. Do you mean? Other yeah. than yeah. Yeah, you're saying, like, which I think is correct with like Chekhov's armor. Here's a load of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Everything like leans. Yeah, in. it wouldn't have taken much for like them to have uh, Will Smith to have like pocketed the orb that goes fast and then like yeah. used it to like at least knock out something or get in the way or take out the spaceship or something yeah, yeah. they shot the spaceship down you very easily could have had will be like because they have the whole implication that's near a baseball game and stuff as well right yeah. like mm-hmm. so you could have had them go there and have will just be like can i borrow this bat and then just smash the ball up to the spaceship do you mean and that, yeah. yeah it just adds a bit more like Oh, a bit foreshadowing in it, which would have been yeah. Well, and especially because all of the things I pick up and mess with in that room, all usable in some way. Yeah. Like, there's like yeah. the tiny CD that was music. You could use that. Um, <laughs> like, that was a very 90s bit, though. This is good. These tiny replace. CDs for the future. <laughs> <laughs> there's 10,000 songs. That's not like bullshit. <laughs> I've got like 600,000 songs in my phone. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then there was the translator and the ball, the orb. Hmm. Yeah. especially with the gloves as well because they put enough effort into be like you have to handle it with special gloves yeah and it would have been great if yeah if you hit it like the baseball did into the spaceship and then it was just like do you have the gloves no um, <laughs> it's just like bouncing <laughs> around in that ship that would have been, yeah. been funny right because that's kind of like the same as what Dan did at the end because he's like well i'm going to get eaten because i'm going to get my gun back so i'm yeah. going to take a calculated risk in the same way that jay could have been like well, if he's taking a risk, I will as well. And then he takes the ball at the head of, do you remember that like, the gloves or something? Would have been like something. But I, yeah. but even that, that, the big guns is in itself the end of foreshadowing. Yeah. Jay complaining yeah. about the small gun, but it's just a more obvious joke, right? Yeah. It's just, it's just more yeah. obvious than being like, oh, the ball would have been like a cool thing to do. Even though that yeah. small gun has the most insane recoil. <laughs> yeah, the noisy yeah. cricket. <laughs> I, I, love, I love the noisy cricket. The first time he hits it, the noise he makes when he gets out of the... the... <laughs> Shelf is so funny. We're just like, (laughs) I I do love that because it implies obviously that he's only given that gun not because it's actually suitable, but because Kay's just fucking with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like he's gonna find this really cool. I feel like everything Kay does to Wilson's character is it'll be cool for him. It will like it will teach him a lesson and he'll enjoy it. Yeah. Two of my favorite lines in this film are in that right after that bit where he knocks the ball all around um the men in black right which is it's time to put it on put what on the last suit you'll ever wear which in my head is just a very iconic like, that's what i think yeah. of, i think of men in black but yeah. then will smith's first quote in my head that i think i remembered for ages which was what's the difference between me and you i make this look good yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. that does will smith summarize as an actor in the 90s yeah. right? just, just oozing act- confidence yeah yeah this episode is sponsored by Grey Issue 4, a comic book series that I've written and is currently funding on Kickstarter. It's the story of an ex-undercover cop who is back from the dead to take down the mob he was infiltrating. But now he's made of concrete. When you pledge, you can get digital and physical copies, posters, sketch cards of yourself, some of the original artwork, and there's even the chance to be drawn into the comic book yourself. Any backer will also receive the digital backlog as soon as I can send it out to you. The issue is funding until the 3rd of April, so check it out. The link is in the show notes. Back to the episode. So two aliens get killed. There's a universe in the side of a cat's necklace uh necklace. yeah and Orion, <laughs> the cat is called orion and it's yeah. on his collar from the start yeah the ryan's belt but yeah there's two aliens i didn't get it because i want to talk about the morgue scene and yeah. that woman who is 
remarkably calm. But yeah, the two aliens <laughs> with the necklace, the cat plant universe. Yeah, because they both get killed by Edgar. <laughs> yeah, the bug aliens trying to get the universe in the cat's necklace. That's pretty can much use the like micro the micro energy or whatever from the tiny universe yeah. to fund their like energize their fleet. Yeah. But they end up in the morgue with this woman who is a doctor, uh, and she is the calmest human being I think I've ever seen. Well, you don't need to be rushed off your feet when they're already dead. Well, but when when the yeah, guy was the there, the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, like when yeah, when the, when its face opens and there's the tiny alien in it, she's oh, not freaking so out. She's just like, oh, okay. And that's how <laughs> so you know that she's suitable for Men in Black as well. Yeah, yeah. But then there's like the scene where she's getting thrown around by a guy with a gun, and mm. she's just like, "Wow, okay, okay." <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no. Which even before you find out he's an alien, this weird guy who's clearly not okay has a massive handgun. I'd be a bit more scared than going, "No, wait, hold on." Yeah, how rough is this gig in New York? Like, does she get held up a lot? Yeah, he's holding. Who's holding up a morgue anyway? Is it is a standard practice that if a cat goes to the morgue, you have to look after it? <laughs> you know, it's only a cat. Yeah, I guess if it doesn't leave, I don't like how grungy that morgue is. Really, like, I thought it looked quite oh, clean, but the obviously outside, had a bit of a fly problem. The outside of it, with the oh. main like desk office, was awful. It was like really good. I thought morgues were meant to be clean. Well, I mean, you can't get sick from it, right? They're already dead. <laughs> I'm not, not, I don't, when I said clean, I don't mean for the dead people. Not like yeah. make it look nice so they come in. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was a lot of stainless steel and then the floors just get, you know, cleaned every night by cleaners. Yeah, the main desk. I like the, the guts on the guy behind the desk at the morgue. Uh, his balls where he killed some bugs and then this guy's like, stop killing the bugs. Again, clearly unhinged. Yeah. Um, so stop killing the bugs. And then he puts his arm on the table and more bugs come out of this guy. And the morgue, the desk person's like, I know how to deal with this situation. I'm going to get bug spray. Yeah. <laughs> and then he gets gooed to the ceiling. Yeah. yeah. Stop killing I, the bugs at that point. I 100% thought he was dead whenever I watched that the first time. Is he not? No, no he is in the second one, but I 100% thought he died. Oh, they should have killed him. Which also reminds me... Edgar actually gets two very funny jokes in this film, which is Edgar looks like the skin's hanging off you, then he pulls the skin. Oh, that yeah. skin, that skin yeah. pulling scene is etched uh, into my uh, etched into my brain. That like that really not scarred me as a child, yeah. but it really stuck. Like it's me. it's definitely a, a lot of prosthetics, right? Because he yeah. does look like himself at the when you first see him before he's taken yeah. over by the bug. I'm like, oh, it's Kingpin. And then yeah, it's it, it, real Vinny D. That's what I want to say. That's yeah. my controversial opinion. The true Vinny Day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like as, as the skin is rotting as the movie goes on and he's just looking yeah. more and more mangled, he's so good. Yeah, like, yeah no, he's he's hella like ugly and yeah. bloated. <laughs> yeah. And... The other good joke he has is whenever he is in the restaurant before he kills the two aliens, right? And the chef's like, hey, where's Ralph? And he's like, <laughs> I gave him a break, and then it turns around, and Ralph's just like broken in half. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, broken in half, tucked cupboard. under the counter. Yeah. <laughs> One thing that I did find frustrating, just plot-wise, is that he so quickly and easily kills those two uh, Arthurians or whatever they're called, the, those yeah. two aliens. Yeah, where he does the by just stab. stabbing them through the neck with his little yeah. stabby thing. But then it obviously he like just beats up and whatever attacks the men in black. Yeah. Like, he doesn't even try and use his pincer, really? Yeah, he could yeah. have very easily dispatched them, then got into the ship to fuck off. Yeah, and it, that's the kind of thing where I'm like, I get that he had to kill these people, but at least he could have. they could have either made it harder 
for him to kill those two people or easier for him to actually do some damage to Will and K and J because they don't don't ever feel like they're really in danger. The thing mm-hmm. is as well, like the, the the two aliens that you say that he kills, like they're just suits, right? Because the yeah, the actual aliens are inside the head. You very easily could have just had a thing where if he's leaving them food anyway, just put something in the food that breaks their like the the big max they're driving. Do you mean like you don't even have to actually kill them? He could just break the max then. Yeah, because they they don't get stabbed. It's just the mech that gets stabbed and they die anyway. I'm assuming, I I'm assuming they just can't breathe or it's oxygen or something. Yeah, yeah. that would have been very easy still just to break the mech down and then just take the thing and walk off. And yeah. I would have stopped it being a whole big scene. But then I think that is the other side of it is the bugs just aren't smart, right? Like they're no. just. Yeah, no, they're just quick tempered and. They're there to kill. Yeah. That's all they're there for. And create chaos. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, when you see him as the proper bug at the end, he looks like a mm. weird CGI version of uh, the uh, grasshoppers in Bugs Life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I think that was meant to be an animatronic to begin with, that bug at the end. Mm. When they started and they did, it was too expensive. Yeah, that yeah. was pretty big, like. Because this was Lights and Magic, is that what the company's called? ILM, like, yeah, Industrial yeah, Lights and Magic. Yeah, the big yeah. thing, which is why like it all looks so good. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, outside of the Muppets thing, they're like the best. They do have some some element of that thing built, right? Because K is in its stomach, so obviously they did. Like, cause yeah, it, they do some prosthetic yeah. scenes, like yeah. where it explodes. Yeah, yeah. I just think having it move is probably yeah very expensive. Yeah. And have it move anim- and not look like a puppet. Yeah. Mm. Animatronics that are that big don't normally look that good. Yeah. Well, that's that's probably why they had him in the big Vincent Vincent D'Onofrio wears two skins costume for the majority of the film, right? And then yeah. they, you only show him for five minutes or whatever total. And then like all the yeah, like all the other little aliens as well, like the ones that are just in the break room making coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, they're uh, so like, good. They're, they're my favorite. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, I can't remember what they're called. The worms. <laughs> they're just the worms. Oh, okay, yeah. Because yeah. they're great. And yeah, like I say, the, the pug being the alien as well, because he's like, oh yeah, that guy's clearly I, an alien. <laughs> I love pug. that, obviously, all the all these aliens, they know that there's that Artelian ship yeah. coming to Earth to, like, destroy it. So everyone's eating off the planet. Yeah. Um. So long and thanks for all the fish kind of yeah. vibes. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, they, the, you see the, the worms, like, obviously leaving and Zed's having a go at them, basically calling <laughs> yeah. them cowards or whatever. And they've got a sack barrow full of cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which is just brilliant. Like, oh, yeah, I've got to get some duty free on my way out. There's a, there's a cartoon. There's yes. a metal cartoon. And the yeah. worms in it become like full fledged um, agents. And yes. they're paid in Marlboro and coffee. Which <laughs> <laughs> is cartoon. Um, the Disney Channel cartoon. Yeah. Like, I remember that. That was a cartoon yeah. for kids. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, and they always just say like the same thing. It's like, jump a lot there. And it's always just, every time it cuts to the break room, they're just like drinking coffee and smoking constantly. I remember that cartoon because the animation was like kind of scuffed and it looked quite nightmarish. It was like really thin drawing. It was weird. It was great though. It was the same guy who made uh, Ghostbusters Extreme. Yeah. 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 It's real upset to look up. Fogged. <laughs> yeah. I thought the ending of this was genuinely a bit emotional. Yeah, yeah. I thought I'd, like I good. I think the fact that he, I know, obviously, uh, in the second film, he comes back a bit. Yeah. But yeah, him having to wipe his memory and him saying that, like, you know, that memory of me being inside a bug's stomach and having to bust my way out is one of a hundred thousand mm. memories I don't want. Yeah, yeah that's quite sad. Right, that's, right, that's not 
Good. And then his his wife still sort of being alive as well, and he's like keeping an eye on her. Was yeah. his so, wife or just someone he had a crush on? No, that was his wife. Because at the end, oh. when it shows the final thing, it's like a uh, man wakes up from thirty five year coma, and it's yeah. him oh, with right. his wife again. So Kay- how could you get into that job if you had a wife though? Like that is this is the thing. Kay's full plot of the film, right? Or his full like character arc is he's driving to see her with flowers, and then he bumps into those aliens at the start. And he, and you remember, like they said, like, "Oh, you're the guy with the flowers." Yeah. And he never gets home, so he's actually one oh. of the people who helps start like that. Whole yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he, he's essentially save, uh, help save everyone. And I think that's the thing is that he's like, "I'm doing this to save everyone," and she would have like she'll die if I don't stop. Yeah. Them. Essentially, and yeah. I think he just felt duty for it, and that's why at some point he's just like, "I need, I need to stop now." And that's why there's got that nice bit of like at some point he's just watching her and she is constantly looking up to the sky, right? Like just wondering mm. where he is. And that's like the nice thing of like he also spends time just staring at the sky. And there's a nice bit of like continuity there of like there. Yeah, and the, yeah, the, the sort of speech about the stars as well that's at yeah. the start with the yeah. old Agent, buddy. Agent D or something, I think. I don't remember. Yeah. The old guy. But I mean, no. I guess it's just a real nice ending, right? Where it's just like. um. And then they repeat a line that happened earlier in the film where he's like, see you around, Jay. And Will's like, no. No, no you ain't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, that's just such a good little ending, right? It's, it's also like implied that no one told Will Smith's character to say that. Like, yeah. there was no talk about this is what you say. That's yeah. just like a natural thing that all of them do. I quite like that. And yeah, I like the ending because it also felt very deserved. It yeah. wasn't like, you need to feel emotional about this character right now. Yeah. We haven't built it up or anything, but you need to right now. No, it made sense. It does have like all those things where it doesn't hit you over the head with Kay's story, right? But you do just get the idea like this is just a guy who's given everything and he just deserves a break, right? Yeah. Yeah. He just deserves to have some time to himself. And the fact that it starts whenever he's telling Jay, he's like, no one will ever know who you are again. So think about this. Like, it's not just an easy decision. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But he obviously knows the sacrifice of it. And that's why Jay sits on the that one bench for like a whole day before he says yes. Yeah. He's just staring yeah. out. And he's like, is it worth it? And he's like, yeah. So I suppose at least we do know that he doesn't regret it. But it is pretty heart-wrenching when he says he doesn't want those memories because it's like, there is that regret in his voice. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand how the mind-wiping machine works. Hmm. Because he's just like, this button does days, this button does months, this button does years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) How do you do specific? It's a a little um, dial on it, and then there's a button actually below it. How do you know this? Uh, you can see it if you look at it. There's like yeah. little notches on it. What? Do you mean how do they know which memories to delete? I thought it just yeah. deleted everything about aliens. Oh, yeah, it just deletes everything. No, it just deletes everything. It everything. How does it? Yeah. yeah, that's why they whenever it said man wakes from coma after 35 years. Like, he doesn't remember anything since, like, he first joined. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I, I assume it's, like, the first thing you tell them that just replaces the memory. Yeah. Yeah. Which, when they talk Well, they're sort to... of in a more pliable state at that point, aren't they? Like, they, yeah. they're yeah. much more open to whatever you said for, like... Yeah. Yeah. Well, when they talk three, to three, that guy's wife, the main bad guy's... I'm terrible with him. Edgar. Yeah, Edgar's, Edgar's wife. wife. Yeah. She really deserves to have her mind wiped and forget about him. She yeah. really does Because he's an awful husband, even when she's, yeah. he's just shouting at her hmm. in the beginning when he's actually human. Yeah, yeah, no, I think they don't want you to feel sympathetic with this guy that's about to get hit by like eaten by an alien yeah Yeah. it would be real sad at the end it's like everyone had a happy ending except that nice farm (laughs) (laughs) eaten alive (laughs) yeah yeah honestly a bit nicer as a bug than as a human (laughs) yeah (laughs) at least the bug you can understand (laughs) you can figure out what he's doing yeah he's just terrible 
But I, I really think that last little scene in the end of it is so carried by Tommy Lee Jones. And that yeah. again, oh, he's, yeah. not, mm. he's not over the top sad, right? It's just as you said, Helena. He's just like, I just don't want these memories anymore. I've. It's just him being like, I've paid my dues and I'm done. Yeah, and also yeah. he's got a good replacement. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That, that means he can sit down. The the morgue lady. What's her name? I can't remember her name. Morgue the calmest woman that's ever lived. Doctor Laurel, but you don't. It doesn't really say Laurel an awful lot. No, because she yeah. then yeah becomes Will Smith's new partner. Because how yeah. long? I I couldn't really tell how long it takes place over, but I think it's only a couple of days. Because yeah, I think it like yeah. two days. Yeah, because he says like not bad for your second day or something after they kill the bug yeah. at the end. Like yeah. yeah. Do you know yeah. what I, I did find odd in the last scene whenever like it's Jay and Laurel as partners, right? Mm. Did you notice he was wearing like a completely different outfit? Yeah, he was. He was wearing. Yeah. It looked more like a priest outfit. <laughs> Right, so I was thinking, I was like, "Is it did Will Smith turn down being Neo?" <laughs> yeah, I know this came out before the Matrix. I'm like, "Do you think this is just him being like a whole little reference?" Because <laughs> they could have already been filming the Matrix. Yeah, it's they very, they, they oh, originally like... asked Will Smith to be in the Matrix, and instead he yeah. was in Wild Wild West. Yeah, and it's a film. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad he didn't do the Matrix. <laughs> I I think that because of the character that Will Smith is playing, i.e., Will Smith. Yeah. Um, As with almost every other film. Once then. he's actually got a bit of control in this place, he's not going to wear the stuffy suit that these blokes are telling him, these old people are telling him to wear. Like, he's immediately going to want to put his own spin on it. Yeah. Could it also be down to them saying this will be the last suit you'll ever wear? Yeah, and he's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to put on whatever I want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and it's like, I guess they all get told that because the idea is that you die in the suit. Yeah. Like, that's what's yeah. implied. But they kind of show that that doesn't happen all the oh, time. Oh, you're just not allowed to go to any formal events once you're <laughs> That specific make of suit is for us and us only. Um, do you want to hear something very odd about this film that I know? Yeah, sure. sure. Chris O'Donnell was originally cast as Jay, who is Robin in the Batman and Robin films. Mm. Oh, dear. Mm. I think they had a considerable step up. <laughs> yeah. Like, this film would have just been forgotten, right? This would be in the same level oh. as Mars Attacks if it had been Chris O'Donnell. Yeah. Because, like, Will Smith is good in this. Yeah. And uh, do you want to know who turned down the role of K? Mm. Clint Eastwood. <laughs> kind of good. Clint, Clint Eastwood. Good. We know how he feels about aliens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're a very different film. A lot, lot more yeah. guns. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which, if you want to see that, it's called R- um, R.I.P.D. is yeah. this film with more guns. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I've seen that once. Yeah, Tommy Lee Jones really carries this film. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's I great. Love Tommy in this. Do you know what? I think Rip Torn's good in it as well. Whatever you call him, no, like his head. Yeah, yeah. He, he plays that character real well as well. I think. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that man in charge, especially when that um that ball scene where it's bouncing everywhere and he just moves his head to the side <laughs> so it flies past him and bounces away. Yeah, like doesn't even look up. Yeah, I love that. Like, like he's just so used to the bullshit that's going on. Yeah. <laughs> so out of ten. How many uh, cigarettes are the worms smoking? Thousands. <laughs> I I generally think I would give this an eight. Like I don't think it's my favorite film ever, but I, it's a similar thing to Skurak. I don't know what's wrong with it really. Other than I I think Michael's criticism's fair about that Chekhov's gun thing, but I don't think anything else is necessarily wrong with the film. Do you know what I mean? No, no, it's, no, it's, it's really great. fun to watch, and it's not too long. And yeah, yeah. it has got that. It's funny. Yeah, like it's got it's got a lot of comedy in it. But a lot of action and a lot of sort of and, aliens, like, really well-made aliens. It's just to reiterate my point earlier about Tommy Lee Jones. The same with this. This film knows exactly what it is, right? It's not yeah. trying to yeah. anything. It's not. It's just no. a fun 90-minute film about aliens, and that's it. <laughs> it's, yeah, not, he... it's not pretentious, like. 
it delivers all the emotional points that a lot of films like this miss because yeah. they're trying to be too funny and it's like no it lets like it gives space to the emotional stuff why do life. i feel like you're talking about evolution no i'm not talking... <laughs> <laughs> i would never talk talking about anna and the apocalypse actually uh, <laughs> yeah no, it's in for films that miss that point that oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah where the emotional hits don't land because it's too funny <laughs> or trying to be too funny yeah, yeah no that's it evolution is trying to be too funny it doesn't even attempt at the comment i'm not this isn't about <laughs> evolution <laughs> no but like the the emotional bits are like solid as well and i'm glad i'm happy it didn't miss them because that was like when it was building and there was like a it's gonna be sad moment i was expecting it to be bad but no it landed it yeah, I think I think I'd give it like a seven. This is all around a good film. A good yeah, I time. think I'd give it sort of seven flippers in the air. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed it. I have. It's not a film that I like go out of my way to watch, but I've definitely like watched it on TV when it's been on and that kind of thing. Yeah, I think um, everyone. And I'm pleased I watched it again yeah. as a like a little bit more critically because it does actually. It's one of those films you hold up the light to it and. It yeah, up. it actually does. It does it hold holds up. up. You... Yeah. We yeah. found one. <laughs> <laughs> you hold up the light and you flash it, and it doesn't forget itself. <laughs> I'm really happy here, right? Because the last two episodes I've done with you guys have been pieces of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever Dom was like, you brought, no, you brought a us gold. A superhero or a comic book film. I very nearly did the original Ninja Turtles film. <laughs> I'm glad I did this instead. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, same. Yeah. Although. The original. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I really enjoyed this as well. Like, even though most of my memories were actually of the sequel, uh, like, yeah, I had, I had a good time watching this. I think I'd have to give this um, eight songs written by Will Smith for the soundtrack out of ten. <laughs> Um, he does the soundtrack. Yeah, of course he does. Did you guys all go to see this in the cinema, or did you watch it? Like, mm. I think I was a bit young. No, I definitely no. did. Uh, every single Man in Black film I've went to watch, this is before post credit scenes. I've sat the whole way through the credits to hear every yeah. song, every single one of them. Are we gonna... uh, again, whenever they inevitably release the fourth or like the yeah, next... yeah, and Men in Black Internationals. It was at the third. No, there was Men in Black Three and then Men in Black. Yeah, Men in Black Three is the one that's got Josh Brolin in it, and it's time travel. Men in Black International was fine. Was it? I, I watched, I think, yeah, half it. of it and turned it off. Are we going to talk about the remake stuff? Or... Yeah. We don't uh, have to. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> This is this is my my sacred ploy. I always come on with a film that there's multiple sequels to, so I can. Hmm. Come <laughs> we'll definitely you do Men in Black Two at some point. Like, you know you yeah. Yeah, no, I'm I'm happy to watch Men in Black Two. I'm just reluctant to watch the others. Yeah, yeah I, I think Men in Black Two is probably a fine place to stop. Yeah, no, we need to find like the. You don't have to trick us to come on, by the way. No, just ask. Just, it's just easier, right? Yeah. I'm not doing another Power Rangers. <laughs> no, we're doing another Power Rangers. Let's go. Uh, know the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles exist in the same universe as the Power Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> we can do the We can do the All Red Rangers episode. Oh fuck yeah! That actually, is a good bit of TV. Anyway, sorry. Do your outro. I'm sorry for a drop. <laughs> That's fine. Oh yeah. So uh, I've been Dan. I've been Michael. And I've been Helena. Oh yeah, I'm Max. <laughs> <laughs> Mac, where can people find you? Uh, pointless reinvention. Uh, we take topics and reinvent them to make them probably worse most of the time. Bonus content now, which is a real good laugh. And I'm on Twitch at the Macaroni Prince. And my most recent thing on Twitch is I've been playing Honey Heist, and I don't do any prep for it and just improv the entire RPG game on the fly, and that's been good. So do nice. come watch that. Nice, that sounds pretty good. Uh, you can find this podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Hilton Pod. That's at H I L T M Pod. Uh, we're on Discord as well. 
uh, where, yeah, you can like suggest films to us. Let us know what you thought of Men in Black. That is good. Everyone yeah. already has seen it. Yeah, Just good point. Seen it and yeah. like it. This was a good one. You're welcome. Okay, for the post-credits bit, Mac, I don't think Matt's going to listen to this. Uh, Tin's part, I don't know, eight or something. <laughs> okay, that's it, right. So everyone think of a reinvention for Tin's. <laughs> How would you reinvent Tin's? Uh, aliens. Uh, there's aliens in the Tin's. <laughs> right, so every Tin has an alien in it. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah. Right. How would that... uh, every Tin has a galaxy in it? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Not good. the chocolate, but the maybe actual. Both. Maybe both. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe the Tin is the galaxy. No, the tin is the alien. <laughs> oh, yeah, good. Uh, it's just full day. of coffee and cigarettes. Yeah, like, I've it's got... like living tin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was on board. You've ruined it now. So it's sort of like a tin mimic. Yeah. yeah. You like have to feed is... the mimic the baked beans. Yeah, yeah. tin is a living organism. Yeah. And then <laughs> once it's eat, you feed it the baked beans, and then when you want your baked beans back, you have to pry it open. Yeah, you have to fight the tin to open it. The tin open in an alternative universe, a tin opener is a sword. <laughs> You've got to yeah. fight your tin. Yeah, tins have natural defenses. Is what I'm going with. An AC of thirteen at least. <laughs> That's gonna hit us. <laughs>